Welcome to You Gonna Listen at 91.5 KUNV. I'm your host, Karen Jean Charles, and I'm here with Joshua Klein, and we're talking about ableism and disability awareness. So some context on ableism. Ableism is a discrimination of and social prejudice against people with disabilities based on their belief that people without disabilities are somehow superior. At its heart, ableism is rooted in the assumption that disab- disabled people require fixing and define people by their disability. Like racism and sexism, ableism classifies entire groups of people as less than and includes harmful stereotypes, misconceptions, and generalizations of people with disabilities. Disabled people face discrimination by the people and by the system. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, people with disabilities working full-time can earn approximately $1,000 less per month than workers without disabilities. If a disabled person gets married, they can lose their SSI or supplementary security income. If two people who are both on SSI marry each other, they will lose 25% of their income and 25% of their resource or savings limit. This is just one of many examples of ableism. So thank you for coming. (laughs) I really appreciate it. Not a problem. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, Before we get started, can you please tell us who you are and what you do? Yes, my name is Josh Klein. I'm currently in my last year, meaning senior year, studying hospitality management. Nice. Um, I'm also the president of the Rebel HD2, Ooh. and I have my own show. Ooh, what's your show? Uh, on Fridays called uh, The Weekly Mix. It's it's probably going to be moved to Saturdays now, though. Saturdays so, are good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, first question I have for you is, how does ableism affect you? So, I'm going to tell my story now. Yeah. Sure. So when I was two years old, I was in a fatal car accident where I lost my grandfather. And after that, my whole life restarted, kind of. <laughs> I had to learn how to talk. I had to learn how to eat. I had to learn how to do everything right. again. And ever since then, I've just been proving myself to people I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Meaning, in high school, they told me I would never be able to get into normal college or any of that stuff. And here I am today, uh, almost graduated nice. from a top-tier university and everything. Right so my main thing is just proving that people like me or me or anyone can do anything they put their mind to. Yeah, for sure. Um, what are some misconceptions people have about having a disability? That our brain doesn't function correctly. <laughs> um, they just, I've, I've been looked at like, I just landed from Mars. Like, like they have never seen a person in a wheelchair before. Right. What are your pet peeves when interacting with people without a disability? My biggest thing is, that I don't mind being approached, just approach me mm-hmm. as like as a normal person, right? Uh, and I would be open and willing to talk to anyone mm-hmm. who approaches me 
in a nice manner and yeah. So in public, are people like, do they stare? Are they not nice to you? Is oh, that... all, all <laughs> the above. Wow. They stare. Um, actually, I have three siblings uh, that I, I just don't mind it anymore mm -hmm. because it's normal to me. But my three siblings, when we always go out to eat or to the movies or anything, they always notice people staring mm -hmm. and whatever. But I just, I just don't care anymore because gotcha. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. Period. And yeah. <laughs> so um, I had when I was reading up on this topic, there was some something that came up a lot about children asking questions. A lot of people expressed that they didn't really mind that children ask questions about their disabilities, but they just didn't respect when parents pulled their children away and said, no, don't ask questions and stuff like that. Do you feel the same? Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm fully willing to talk to anyone about mm -hmm. um, my disability or what happened to me right. because it is a story. And my big thing is I don't like people assuming that I was born this way mm -hmm. because I was not. And uh, I believe my story could change people's point of view and how they interact with people mm -hmm. in wheelchairs. Nice. What is a question that you wish people would stop asking you about your disability? So originally when people approach me, they don't say hi. They just are like, what happened to you? <laughs> like right off the bat. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, is That's that... kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, is that really how you approach, you would approach like a normal person? Mm. And I just, I just think like easing into it is a better way. Um, whereas just walking up to someone and be like what happened to you, and I don't even know you. Right. They don't even ask your name first. Yeah. Yeah, people wouldn't usually walk up to someone and just ask for their personal story without even yeah. getting their name. Um, are there certain words or phrases that you wish people would stop using? Are there anything that people with disabilities just don't think about? Um... Honestly, to me, there's no words that I do mind or don't. Mm -hmm. um, it's just how you approach me is the biggest thing that annoys me. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't approach me correctly to start it off, I'm just shut off right away. Right. Like, I just don't even want to talk to you if. And then there's people that I... I don't don't want to talk to and they I go away from them and they just keep following me following you how meaning like I'm like they're like oh what happened to you like right away so I'm mm. like okay I'm not talking to you yeah so I just go away from them and they're like trailing behind me trying That's to so ask weird. me more questions right and I tell them if you want to talk to me do it the correct way like mm. Come up to me, introduce yourself, and let's ease into it. Mm -hmm. But don't, don't just keep asking me questions if I go away from you. Right. But going back to the word thing, 
Uh, for me, there's honestly no words that I mind or don't mind. Got you. Yeah. So how often does that happen that people just disrespect you in public like that? Oh, it happens all the time, like wow. multiple times a week. But it's just, it's just something I have to deal with. Hmm. What are some things that you do diff- differently because of your disability? Oh, everything. I, uh, I can't drive myself like, like a normal person would. Um, I've been approached actually recently that a company is interested in making a car that I could drive, meaning it would have all hand controls. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably after I graduate, I'm going to pursue that. Nice. So I, uh, I could be more independent. Um, I also uh, need help getting into bed every night. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a normal person would just be able to get into bed themselves. Um, honestly, my, my family is just there, uh, for me to ask if I need anything. Um, those are just the top two things that come to my mind Mm -hmm. right now. But, um, honestly being, being physically disabled or challenged, uh, is is something I don't wish on anyone because it's it's really hard to deal with. Mm. There's another topic that I was trying to research when people have I've been talking about the disabilities is people calling them an inspiration for their disabilities. Some people are like, "Don't call me an inspiration just because I have a disability." Some other people are just like, "I don't mind being an inspiration to you." Is like, what statement do you agree with more? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really mind. Mm-hmm. I've actually had people come up to me and uh, start crying before. Why? Because I'm an inspiration to them. Nice. And uh, honestly, yeah, honestly, I don't mind being an inspiration because if I could inspire someone, maybe they could help me out someday or mm-hmm. whatever else. Does it make you happy to be an inspiration? Or is it just like... Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, to the people that like I get to know and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, once again, that's why I like people to come up to me and introduce themselves and we ease into the conversation because if I become an inspiration to you, I want to get to know you and stay in touch with you. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. Good. I honestly don't mind being an inspiration. So, are there any problems within the disabled community that you want to address? Like, how do some disabled people treat you differently when they're disabled themselves? Like, is there is there problems within the disabled community? My my honestly, my biggest thing is uh, employment. Mm. giving people a fair shot. Yeah, of course. Because I have done a lot since I've been out here. I'm originally from New York. Mm -hmm. I moved out here and I got a job with Marriott. Right. So if that doesn't say enough, I don't know what would. After I worked for Marriott, I uh, got a job with Insomniac Events. What's that? They do, like, EDC and everything. Oh, okay. 
And I was a security supervisor with them for two years. So if Marriott and then that doesn't say enough, I, I don't know what would. Because I've went on interviews out here where I just go in and they can't believe what they see. And I, I just think that's wrong, meaning like they call my name and they think I'd be a fully functional person. And because I'm not fully functional, they look at me like, oh, how how is he going to even do this job? Mm-hmm. And my when I had my accident, uh, I had a 100% impact concussion. Mm-hmm. And my brain is like 90% recovered today. Right. So the point is, if people have their brain and uh, they're not applying for like a job they know they can't do, you should just give them a fair shot. Mm -hmm. As like anyone with that isn't physically challenged. Mm -hmm. Because if they could do it, they have that story to tell for themselves. Yeah. How do you feel about the SSI thing I mentioned before? So it, I could tell you right now, the process is really hard to get it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have it myself right now because it's just right now they're just auditing so many people mm-hmm. that get that want to get it. Uh, I I honestly can't even get um, Medicare or Medicaid. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly just on my parents' insurance right now gotcha. because they're just auditing everyone. And I applied for it, uh, I want to say, three times now and been declined every time. And they want me to go like meet with them at their office and do mm-hmm. this and that. And I just don't have time right now being a full-time student and trying to finish my degree. Mm. And that's ableist within itself. They want you to go all the way over there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, honestly, it it was never like that before. But Mm -hmm. I guess now uh, people that could get a job and could get insurance fairly are trying to get Medicare or Medicaid. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I... I don't think it's right because um, I I go out there trying to get a job, trying to do everything. And I believe uh, that anyone could go out there and go get a job and move up the ranks in a job and mm-hmm. get insurance fairly. So I believe it's kind of unfair where people that actually need the insurance and SSI and everything can't get it right now because of these people. Mm-hmm. So it makes me kind of mad and frustrated sometimes. Yeah. Is there anything you would change within like the government if you had just like ultimate power to change anything in the government to help people with disabilities? What would you change? Um, going back to employment, I would make more laws. Mm to make it illegal to automatically turn someone away in an interview because, Mm. or not even interview them at all. Yeah. Because I've had that before. Mm. 
mm-hmm. where I've ha- had an interview and because of that I'm in a wheelchair, they don't want to interview me. So I just think that's wrong. Like mm-hmm. I, something I would do is I would make a hotline mm-hmm. where you could call in and report these companies. Yeah, because Absolutely. Because there's always, you could always sue them for discrimination, but that's going to take months and years to do. Mm. So a hotline would just get the ball rolling. Yeah. And get, like, you report it and get it down on paper mm-hmm. so that if you do, if the co- time comes and you do want to sue them, that these people could be an asset to you because you reported it to them. Right. Especially these big companies that, don't seek like they don't have any repercussions for the actions because mm-hmm. they're so big mm-hmm. they have lawyers they have money and it's really hard for um people on the bottom to persist against the people on the top mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really important if you don't mind i'll mm-hmm. actually tell yeah a story right now recently what happened to me mm-hmm. uh so i interviewed with Wahlburgers, uh the the burger chain there's one by uh bally's mm-hmm in the bazaar shops, gotcha. uh, in the shopping center right at, right across the street. And I had an interview with them for, I couldn't remember the position. I think it was something in management, I think. And I go up and the hostess is like uh, addressing me all unprofessionally, like, mm. like, oh, what are you here for? She doesn't even say hello or anything right like the way you're supposed to address someone Mm -hmm. so i'm like oh i'm here for an interview my interview's at 12 noon i'm here at 11 30 because i just want to wanted to find the location and all Mm -hmm. all this other stuff so she's like okay i'm gonna go back to the manager and tell him you're here and she's in there with with the manager 10 15 minutes Mm-hmm. And that right then and there, that made me think something's not right. Right. Because usually if you go back to tell your manager that someone's here for an interview, mm-hmm. you're in and out. Yeah. So she comes back out to me and she's like, oh, he says he doesn't have time for you today. What? And I'm like, I'm here early dressed in a suit and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... That's not right. And she says to me, oh, he's going to call you back. Mm. I've I've been through that before. Right. They, they never call. call. Back. Right. Yeah. So I, I start getting frustrated and everything. And she's like, oh, you have to get out of here and everything. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, no, I'm, this is unfair and everything. Mm-hmm. And she actually calls the uh, shopping center security on me mm. because I wouldn't leave and and they come and and they're like oh you have to leave we're gonna call Metro and everything so I'm like okay call Metro I'll 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 tell them how I was treated unfairly here mm-hmm. and I I just left because I knew these people were not even understanding what I was telling them. Yeah. And I I tried calling corporate and 
corporate sent me in this big uh, runaround. Mm. So I'm I'm just gonna compile a list and uh, do a class action lawsuit at some time. Yeah, because which it's companies wrong. would be on that list? Oh, them. This other company, uh, Staff Pro, what and uh, they uh, they do like ushering services mm-hmm. for concert venues, and uh, that's about it for right now. Right. But there's there's some companies that do care about giving people with disabilities a shot, mm-hmm. and I uh, I really commend those companies. Which companies are those? Uh, MGM's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, M- I've actually got a job with MGM recently. Nice. As a pool host. Nice. And I completed my orientation recently. And Congrats. They, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and they they treated me like a fair person, and I really like that. Nice. About a company. Also, uh, Caesars. I've interviewed with them multiple times and mm-hmm. I've worked with them last year and it was a seasonal position so that's why I'm not with them anymore but they they treated me really fairly mm. so I feel I, I don't know what it's with like with all, all these other big companies that don't treat people fairly mm. because they uh, they're like the same size as MGM or mm-hmm. these other companies. So. It's definitely a choice that they consciously make to not be inclusive. And I think that's really dangerous. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Because it could cost, could definitely cost a company. Mm-hmm. Because these lawsuits could get a... Yeah, they can go national, people yeah. can get involved, tear their stories, and then it can mm-hmm. take down a whole company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully that happens when you file your class action lawsuit. I'm waiting for hopefully. the news. Yeah, hopefully. You <laughs> can use this as evidence or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so with coronavirus happening, there's we've known that there's a lot of long-term effects on the body. People lose their taste of smell. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have very limited lung capacity. Some people have lost the ability to walk long distances and up the stairs without mobility aids. I know you're not a representative for all people with disabilities, but as the the cases climb and a new strain of COVID is here, is there anything you'd like to say to people who are now having disabilities for the first time? Is there any advice? Um, just stay up. Mm-hmm. Don't. Uh, I've I've been dealing with my situation for a while. Mm-hmm. Just stay up. Just keep your hopes up. Um. Continue to wear the mask, of course. Yeah. And just, yeah, just stay up. Yeah. What advice do you wish that you could tell yourself, um, your younger self today? Um, to not, to not listen to those people that try to degrade me Mm. because, uh, I've listened to those people and I, I unfortunately fell in the trap when I was younger mm-hmm. in believing these people and right. other things. And now I remember some of those stories where I, where 
some of my teachers were like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And now, now I'm here. Yeah. Uh, graduating, going to be graduating mm-hmm. a top-tier school. Nice. So it's like, don't, like, don't degrade people mm. because you don't know what they want to achieve, what they can achieve. What they've been through. What they could do when mm. they actually put their mind to something. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything that UNLV can do to make um, UNLV more inclusive for people with disabilities? Honestly, I I think the Disability Resource Center does a lot mm-hmm. for people with disabilities. Uh, I honestly wish my high school had something like the Disability Resource Center. Same. Because if you, all they need is the proper paperwork to prove you say what you have, and then after that, they work. They really work with you to get mm-hmm. uh, the services that you need and that they believe yeah. you need. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, I I really think the DRC has made the college experience a successful one for me mm-hmm. by providing that me with what they think I need and what I need from yeah, them. For sure. So, yeah. So do you have anything you want to shout out? Your social medias, any projects going on? Like- yeah, my my social media is josh underscore klein mm-hmm. 22. Uh, feel free to reach out to me, DM me. Mm-hmm. Um, my Facebook is josh klein. J O S H K L E I N. But other than that, just uh, anyone listening with a disability, just stay up. Uh, don't let people degrade you. Uh, you could achieve whatever you put your mind to. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you, you for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. Um, and I also want to thank the audience for listening to You Gonna Listen uh, with your host, me, Karen Jean Charles, and I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>